So, I noticed something yesterday. Welcome to Emmett Audio, by the way. Uh, here's what I noticed. I was boxing up the uh, about 60 spoons for the Spoon of the Month Club. And over the course of carving them with each one, I, I felt good about carving each one and, you know, like them sort of as an aggregate. And then I, I have this thing where I always carve one extra for me. And then I go through and when I've carved all of them, I go through and I basically um, sort of pull out five and, and then set aside the best two and then pull out another five, set aside the best two. And then I winnow down and winnow down and winnow down until I sort of have the best five and then I select the best one for myself to keep. And in the process of doing that, in the process of taking this large number of options, I can see lots of, uh, well, I can see the whole spectrum. I can see the range of ones that I think are really sweet and ones that I think are like, wow, that was really not as good. And I feel really dissatisfied with with my work or you know sort of feel like oh you know because because I think in my mind my work is always as good as the best I can possibly do and I'm bad at being realistic that my work is actually the average of what I do um, which both of those situations are true kind of uh, in different ways at the same time um, but then here's the interesting thing that I noticed, was as I then boxed up the, these spoons one by one, as it got down towards 20, 15, 10, I started to really like all of them again. As I got down to the last few, I, you know, I, I had lost that sense. They were out of sight, out of mind. I had lost that sense of, well, this one is way better than this one, and so therefore this one sucks. And I'd gone back to feeling proud of them again. Now, tactically, this is why I try and get my work out the door as soon as possible. I, I, when I've had times where I've tried to stock up a large supply of spoons in order to sell it at an event or sell at my Christmas tree farm, Psychologically, it's always really hard because I end up with a lot of stuff that is just not as good as some of the other stuff because there's a spectrum and I can see the spectrum. And then I, wanting to put my best foot forward, it like brings out the perfectionist part of me, which is usually almost non-existent. And, but what was so interesting to me was that as I deliberately winnowed those choices down in the process of boxing them up and sending them to somebody. My sense of dissatisfaction with some of them went away again. And it seems to me that there's some deep human, deeply human truth going on here. I've always been a big believer that in that idea that if you're presented with the option of, you know, 10 or 20 or even five flavors of ice cream, that you're going to be less satisfied with what you choose than if you're presented with three. 
because with three, you kind of have enough choice that you know what you want and know what you don't want. You're presented with a small enough spectrum that you aren't... Well, so I think, well, actually, so in that scenario with the ice cream, I think what I had always thought was going on was that there was too much choice. But that's not what's going on with the spoons. With the ice cream, traditionally, I thought that there's too much choice and having less choice makes you happier. And I think what the spoons are showing me is that it's not necessarily just about choice. It's about seeing, it's about seeing a, a, it's about the size of the spectrum that you see. There we go. That's what it is. The size of the spectrum that you see. If you see such a large spectrum that if you see such a large spectrum that you start to really be able to articulate small differences between parts of the spectrum, it makes it easier to, well, it gives you a critical eye to say, I like this, I don't like that. Whereas when you see less of a spectrum, you might have a gut feeling of I like this or I don't like that, but you aren't making that feeling relative to other things in the same way. I noticed this, I was thinking about this because the other night uh, I was looking at my friend's Tinder and it got me thinking about how if you, what the effect of exposing yourself to so many potential romantic partners is. And it strikes me that one of the great risks is that you, in seeing so many people, you run the risk of of devaluing people simply in comparison to other people. Now, that's not to say that if you had fewer Uh, fewer options to explore that you would be that you would do this less or that you would be necessarily happier with your choices but I do think that you would be perhaps less critical and there is some value in that, right? How many of us are holding in our minds some, some uh, unhelpful idea of what 
a beautiful person is based on that has been skewed by our our hyper awareness of the very epitome of the very apex of what our culture considers beautiful to this day we we are saturated in images of people who are as beautiful as they can be and most of us are not that and that doesn't mean that we can't find people beautiful it does speak to this human dynamic where the greater a spectrum we see the less satisfied we are with large portions of it and the fewer the smaller a spectrum we see the the more satisfied we are with most of it and and i think that that's There's probably just a scale thing going on there as well. There are all sorts of uh, um, there are all sorts of practical applications of this idea, most of which I'm sure I haven't worked out yet in my head because I basically have only recognized it with my own work. And then this idea of seeing lots of people. And, and I wonder to what extent, well, here's another example, right? When you can order food from any restaurant, when you can order anything you want from the menu of any restaurant, how happy are you with what you've chosen versus if you show up at someone's house and they feed you something and it's pretty great but there was never an option of what you're going to eat the satisfaction that you have there is i would argue probably greater because you're seeing a smaller spectrum so the spectrum you allow yourself to interact with i think really matters and it's tricky because as someone who's trying to make myself as good as I possibly can be at this thing that I'm doing, I do. it is really helpful for me to see the spectrum, right? It's super helpful for me to carve 60 spoons and then select the very best. And as I'm carving the 60 spoons, to also be sort of thinking about, okay, I like this, so I'll do that in the next one. And the forms really do evolve, and that's something I talk about quite a lot, but at the same time that comes with a cost and I think it's really helpful actually that I that almost as soon as I see that spectrum and feel that dissatisfaction and sort of gain the insight that I've gained that I also start to pack it away and reduce my view of the spectrum to the point where I'm not seeing it anymore because Well, because frankly, it makes me unhappy and I, I want to go through life trying to get the gains of the knowledge from seeing the spectrum, but also being content and happy. And 
and I don't think there's anything to be gained from wallowing in an awareness of the spectrum. And, and so that's why it's really helpful for me to pack them up and get them out the door. I'm curious what you guys think of this. Um, I'm still trying to figure out a place to invite conversation online uh, about posts. I think maybe I'll start doing uh, posts for episodes that I specifically want to uh, hear feedback on, and this would be one of them. So look for that today. Uh, it won't have a story highlight that looks like it the way I used to do because I feel like that was not working out. So it'll just be a post I do today, but I welcome your thoughts. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk tomorrow.